0: All right, Mike. Sad, sad, but let's have some uh, fun and reflect here on one of the greats, the all-time greats. Uh, Mike Leach did tragically pass away this week at the age of 61 after he reportedly suffered a cardiac issue that uh, he was unable to be fully recovered from. Uh, He is just a treasure. You saw the outpouring online and on TV this week about, you know, what he meant to so many prominent figures in the world of not just college football, but sports in general. So for our Hall of Fame audio clip of the day, I pulled what I think is one of his most memorable uh, speeches. I'll just play a quick snippet of it here about who would win if the actual Pac-12 mascots (laughs) came to life and got into a Battle
1: Royale. What kind of mythical powers does the Sun Devil have? We've got to consider that. I'm going to say the Wildcat's out. Uh, the Trojan, is he? does he have a horse or is he on foot? Does he have a bow and arrow or just a sword? The Bruin, definitely formidable. Another bear up there at Cal. Uh, the tree, I imagine that tree's going to get chopped down.
0: <laughs> so there's Coach Leach in full regalia, full form, breaking down an actual wwe style royal rumble between if the pac-12 mascots came to life
1: man d- he made the game so much fun he really really did uh and it, it's been tremendous to see the outpouring of love and support uh over the last 24 hours really uh, 72 hours since he was stricken on sunday morning um just a really funny guy you could tell he didn't take himself too seriously and that—that's one of the things that kind of annoys me about the coaches and the athletes that we cover sometimes—is they just take themselves way too seriously at times. That was never a problem with Mike Leach, and I think one of the—the the kind of sad um, aspects to his passing is that we're not going to be able to be entertained by Mike Leach anymore. I think he's someone who would have had a terrific career in broadcasting mm. after he retired from coaching. And I don't know if, if Leach would have ever like really fully retired from coaching. Like He, he might have done a Joe Paterno, Bear Bryant type thing, just coach until he can't coach anymore, and then that's it. Um, Leach, I think, would have been phenomenal in a studio role um, on, on a college football broadcast. Not sure about a game analyst, but I think in a studio role, where he can be random and funny and a little bit off the cuff, I I, I think he would have been absolutely terrific. And um, I'm sad that we're not going to get to see that because, like I said, he's someone who made the game a lot of fun.
0: He uh, represents everything that his moniker uh, personified in terms of being the pirate. He was different. He was out at sea. He was swashbuckling. He was in your face and loud and brash, but he did it in a way that was fun. And you just, you never knew what you were going to get. It was a role. It was a Forrest Gump type, you know, life is like a box of chocolates with the coach. You know, (laughs) every time he spoke at a press conference or so, I remember the, uh, one of the other viral videos of him that I was considering choosing to play was when he and Alyssa Lang, the reporter from the SEC Network, got into a conversation about wedding advice, and he <laughs> was strongly insistent, almost angrily so, that she elope and leave her entire family and friends behind because of the stress of dealing with a wedding, and he was preparing weddings for – Either his children or his niece and nephews, and the hassle of it was simply not worth it. And this was all on live TV. This was right. just after they they played a game, she goes up to him, asks him a question, and then that happens. It's very uh Bill Walton-esque. The way that he <laughs>
1: Yeah, that that you know, is a so. very good that's a very good shout. Very, very good shout. There are a lot of Bill Walton overtones. Mm-hmm. The difference is I think Bill Walton does it just to be out there and outrageous and silly. I think Leach, there was actually some purpose behind it. And and um, I don't want to say he's more intelligent than Bill Walton, but I just think maybe he was a little more cerebral about some of the things he was saying. I saw a clip of him yesterday. Uh, I think it was him and Marty Smith of ESPN, yep. and, and they were talking about coffee. And and how he drinks his coffee. And basically Leach said, Well, coffee tastes terrible to begin with. So you're you're just trying to get it over with as soon as possible. You know, it doesn't matter if you put cream or sugar in there, it's still gonna be awful no matter what. Like, yeah, you know what? That that's that's true. <laughs> you know, that that's good, that's good common sense uh commentary about coffee. So um he's gonna be missed. Just a, a really, really fun personality, not without his faults, not without controversy, you know, the whole departure from Texas tech was, was, that was a major story. That was a major, major story. Um, you know, especially down here in the Southeast when when that all went down with, with Leach and, um, uh, Craig James and and that whole thing, that was a big, big story in this part of the country. Um, and, um, you know, unfortunately it's going to be, I think a significant part of his legacy, but, I'm just sad we're not going to get him in broadcasting there are certain personalities we work with and we cover Chris where we think, wow, he, he would be so, so gifted in the broadcast booth. And, uh, quite frankly, I'm not sure Tom Brady is one of them, even though Fox is throwing a lot of money at him, but I look at guys like Mike Leach, Nick Saban, um, Dan Mullen, I think you're starting to see it a little bit, um, You know, guys like that in the college game whose personalities would translate very, very well to television.
0: Now, to wrap things up here, this just popped into my head here. I'll ask you this. Do you think Kirby Smart would or needs to benefit from showing a little bit more of that side of his personality? Because I think it's in there, but he's very uh, matter of fact, shall we say,
1: when it comes to his media. My guess is that he's probably showing it when he needs to because it's certainly not – it's not hurting him to be the way he is uh, in the recruiting world and on the sideline because he's winning everything and Mm -hmm. he's getting all the recruits he wants. So, yeah, I mean, I I would prefer if he was a little more personable towards the media. I think he's been covered incredibly fairly here uh, in this state, uh, maybe sometimes too fairly. I think he, he's dodged some criticism when that criticism is warranted. Um, there are some things Kirby smart has done even over the last year or so that I haven't really loved. Like, I I think, I think sometimes he gets a little too emotional on the sidelines. I think sometimes he tends to, whether he means to or not show up his players by getting very very gruff with them on the side but again doesn't really matter he's getting all the recruits yeah. everyone's going to play for him everyone seems to love him uh, and he's winning so no I, I I think the the guys who would benefit from being more personable with the media are people like you um, know and, and this is another coach I've really really enjoyed covering and, and admire deeply uh, but Paul Johnson. Mm. It's someone who I think could have really, really benefited from being um, a little bit more personable, having a little bit of a lighter touch with the media because he was coaching at a program that really needed help from the media to create some buzz about it. So Georgia doesn't have that problem. Uh, Georgia Tech does have that problem. I'll, I'll be curious to see how Brent Key does with the media. Georgia State has that problem. Uh, I think Sean Elliott's great with the media, by the way. Um, but you know, I think when you get to that Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan level, no, it, it doesn't really matter as much. You hear that, Coach Key? Start working on your one-liners, baby. Right. We right.
0: <clears throat> we want to hear it in the in the. And, NFL. and he,
1: he's probably thinking, forget the one-liners. I, I'm I'm just worried about like how to run the uh, the offense right now, and that's probably what he should be worried about.
0: You know what? I, I think you're actually right there, Mike. All right. That'll do it for the latest edition of the off-air podcast. Follow Mike Conti on social media at Mike Conti929. I am at C Thomas Radio. We will talk to you guys next week. We will be breaking down to a fine powder how Desmond Ritter did. No, we won't. We'll actually we'll actually be talking about how the fans in the media reacted to Desmond Ritter's first start. But we will not be breaking down Spider. Y2 banana or whatever the Grudenism is there. All right, Mike, appreciate you. As always, this has been the Off-Air Podcast. All right, Mike, you are free to go, sir.